Episode 8, Grasp of the Empire. The galaxy is plunged into war. The true empire possesses the manifest, knowledge of the ancient gateways that link worlds. With only incomplete knowledge of this network, the New Republic has been beaten back, unable to rely on the other powers of the galaxy for help. The past threatens to repeat itself, with tyranny looming on every planet, and Jedi on many worlds have begun to dream of an ancient evil stirring in the shadows. The crawls are really short when you actually read them, instead of or, uh, read them out, read them aloud. They're really short because they're like three sentences long. Like they're mm-hmm. a pitch. One sentence. I will also say thematically, at some point, you, Brian, switch from calling them the Imperial Remnants to calling them the True Empire everywhere, and that has shifted the tone in my mind. Well, the the shift is not one of oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but because there are multiple Imperial Remnants, so so I needed to specify which one. And to be clear, it wasn't a, you don't know what you're doing. It was more mm. of a, you're kind of rooting for the Empire, because that's what they call themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that is what they call themselves. I'm calling everybody by what they call themselves, which is inherently a form, guess, of, yeah. inherently a form of propaganda. But we don't need to get into Chomsky here. Uh, Kevin, for our, new li- for our listeners, why don't you uh, introduce yourself as you are an addition? Uh, I am Kevin. I am playing G. Kaz, a... Kaldor Baron Doe Sage. Yay, woo, hooray. So much rejoicing. Yeah, <laughs> as the camera tilts down from the mysterious letters floating in the sky, it turns down and we see two forces of ships massed against each other. Can everybody see the map and the two forces of ships massed against each other? I do see the two forces of ships massed against each other. That's a lot of boats. It's a lot of boats. Would we say this is a ship war? No. (laughs) I do love you. (laughs) (laughs) I do love you. Because that's not how a person talks. It's not what people say. Sometimes it's what people say. In any case. So the format for this episode is going to be uh, as follows. We are going to do uh, it, it, what, I, what I hope will be a like a fun mix of um, a fun mix of combat uh, interspersed with uh, character moments. And we'll explore how I uh, will do that. I've got kind of an idea in my head. Uh, but for the time being, what I'm uh, all I'm going to do is initiate for all of these many, many boats that are on the board. Specifically, there are two uh, New Republic battle cruisers. There are four New Republic uh, gunships, like an intermediary between you know the large capital ships and the fighters. And then there are, let's see. Um, there are 12 wings of fighters as opposed to the uh, 18 wings of fighters that the Imperials have and the three capital ships that they have. The Republic is outmanned and outgunned in this moment, unless the gunships can help turn the tide. Each of these fighters is not just one fighter, but represents a full squadron. That is, it represents a dozen fighters that are all moving together. They will function much like minions in combat do. 
Uh, once they uh, have taken a certain amount of damage, they will collapse in numbers appropriate to the damage taken. Any questions so far about, I don't know, boats? Does anybody want to talk about boats? I have trying to come up with a Pirates of the Caribbean response to that, and I'm coming up blank, so no. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's well, in forever. I, do that. I would support said puns. How how many people fit in these ships? Sorry, like the little ones, like single person kind of thing? Yes. So the fighters are all single individuals. Uh, the gunships, on the other hand, um, there is a crew of about 50. And in the capital ship, the crew numbers in the thousands. So we're, we're talking a battle between 5,000 people on each side. Plus, uh, more like more like sixty thousand people on each side. Whoa. Okay. So there are just tens of thousands in mm-hmm. the capital, in the capital ships. ships. Yeah. I just zoomed out and saw the scale of the other ships. Okay. Gotcha. So this is our chance to do some exciting uh, ship combat as the camera has panned down on the fighters and gunships launching out of the Republic capital ships. Uh, first up, conveniently are the gunships and this is where for the as we watch them launch we then cut inside the cockpit of one of them and this is the first time that we get a view of any of our main cast characters uh specifically mia and eshka who are inside piloting and uh manning this gunship what do you guys want to do you're in a battle we're in a battle mm-hmm. we're going we full sure throttle. are going full throttle going full throttle <laughs> Are you going to try and punch it, get up ahead of the pack? Um, am I? No, I'm not going to, not yet. So you're going to, you want to just take like a maneuver action and then a move, or a, yeah. a, you want you want to take a accelerate maneuver and a move maneuver? Yep, that's what I want to okay. do. And so you are going to move one range band during your turn. Uh, all of your fellow gunship pilots are going to do the same. You guys are lighting up engines burning bright against the deep black void. Mm-hmm. Making a little phalanx. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. On the other end, the capital ships are... Uh, the the Imperial battle cruisers are actually advancing. These are distinct from the Star Destroyers of times past. They are significantly flat on top and more, I guess, broader in the, in the center along the along the front to back axis they they're almost like uh flying pyramids with uh rounded edges than the uh pizza slices with lots of de- decoration and stuff and such like on top they're more radially symmetrical and they also are going to just move even even their big guns are not quite within range yet Alrighty, now we get to the fun part um, anyone who would like to, uh, can take control of the, f- of one group of the New Republic fighters. There's going to be opportunity for controlling the fighters, controlling the capital ships, so on and so forth. So I'll control some fighters. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. Uh, do you want them to burn out and punch it, try and get ahead? Do you want them to just take a nice stately... Uh, accelerate and move like with the gunships how do you want the fighters to behave i think they're gonna be like the gunships where they're gonna continue to be stately okay at least for the time being yeah sounds good strategically wise 
So we'll move up this wing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the other wing of fighters, anybody want to get crazy with it and punch it, or just a slow advance forward? I want to sure. be a capital ship, so I'm waiting. Okay. <laughs> uh, I Kevin. knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I was also feeling capital ship, but it seems like someone should jump in and do. Okay, so Chris, Chris uh, or Rebecca, be, be fighters for me, please. Can do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you, what are they doing, Rebecca? Or wait, or how many? How many do you need assigned? Um, oh, I'm just okay. kind of divvying them up. So these ones have already moved. What are the bottom? What's the bottom fleet doing? Do you think, Chris? Sorry, Chris um, spoke up like right before I did, and I don't want to like yeah just take the wheel. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to see if these guys can curve around and come up to the side. Okay, Ooh, I like that. Like flanking. Kinda, yeah, do some flanking. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll do another move and accelerate, but they'll move like diagonally. Is kind of what you're going for. Yep. I support this. Excellent. All right, so they start dispersing. Uh, we're going to say, I'm just marking Chris's with any old glyph. We'll say this uh, this one, this gunship with the heart above it here is the one that is under uh, Mia and Eshka's direct command. And uh, last but not least, the moment everybody's been fighting over the capital ships. <laughs> uh, what, are, what are these battlecruisers doing? We'll say the southerly one uh, will be... Victoria's will give her a snail and the <laughs> north one will be Kevin. We'll give him a skull and crossbone. What's the plan here, folks? Um, I think the snail is going to uh, accelerate and move up to keep in line with the gunships. Okay. Sounds good. We're going to keep you in the back. You're floating a little. Since space is three-dimensional, occupying the same space at the same time is not a big deal. You just assume that they're up or down. Uh, Kevin, what's the skull and crossbones doing? Well, so you brought up three-dimensional space. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, the ships that we're facing, the big ones, the Imperial battlecruisers, mm-hmm. um, can they shoot both up and down? In other words, do they have dorsal turrets or... Yeah, they have both dorsal and ventral turrets. Okay. And the same is true of these capital ships? Yes, they are. Then I will also slowly advance. Okay. All righty. Uh, the TIE Fighters, being TIE Fighters, are going to punch it. I want to reread the rules on that real quick. They're actually not going to punch it just yet, sadly. A little too much strain suffered if they do. And what planet are we over? Uh, we will get to that when we oh, start okay. doing character stuff. Okay. Uh, which is, this is the first round of. Um, so, kind of my idea is... Every time we reach the top of the round, uh, we can kind of zoom in on a different character, catch up with where they are uh, in the present, and maybe, you know, start bridging the distance from the abrupt cliffhanger ending of A Shattered Galaxy and the almost seemingly non-sequitur opening of Grasp of the Empire. Who would like to, uh, who would like to go first on that count? I can. Okay. Uh, So appropriately, as the gunships come back up, uh, we rattle back into the cockpit of this gunship here. We see Mia in once more, uh, but this time more head on, more directly looking at her face. And we see that she is wearing the, you know, the very traditional orange and white jumpsuit of the, what once was the Rebel Alliance and is now... Uh, the New Republic, you know, indicating that she is a 
in a, a pilot and an official member of the organization that she's spent a kind of some time avoiding service in. Uh, Mia, why don't you tell us a little story about what you've been up to, uh, kind of as a flashback since we have seen you last? Yeah. Um, Eshka and I have been working for the New Republic Navy. Um, we've been, oh, no, cat, please don't get on my keyboard. Um, we've been doing errands and also like doing missions, both, I would say, like, no, no job too big or small. Um, there have been some shenanigans that have transpired. Eshka and I have really gotten each other and ourselves into and out of scrapes. Um, and now we're here. And this is, this is what we're doing right now. This is where the fun begins. This is where the fun begins, to quote, dear beloved grandpa. So I think I'm going to put Mia full-time in charge of all the gunships, and then that way we'll have a clear division of, you know, fighters uh, for Rebecca and uh, Chris, and then the capital ships for Victoria and Kevin, and things will flow nice and smoothly. So what do you want the gunships to do again this round? Now is, I think, when I'm going to have the gunships speed up. Okay, so you want them to punch it this round? Just yeah, to let's hit. punch it. Okay. Indeed, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to gather all of my <clears throat> people via radio or whatever the hell the communication mm -hmm. system is, and I'm going to have them, you know, re report in, and then I'm going to command that they punch it. Yeah, you, so you have, you know, this is uh, Silver 1 checking in, Silver 2 calling in, Silver 3 calling in. You are going to be Silver Leader from here on out, Mia. Yeah. All your all your wings have all your wings have checked in. Yeah. All right. Silver unit, punch it. Alrighty. Uh, so punch it is going to be punch it is going to be a maneuver, and then they can also take the move maneuver. So they're going to jump immediately to speed three, which means that that's how many range bands they're going to move this round. So we're going to mm -hmm. one, two, three, six each. And if you want them to do anything other than shoot straight forward. Uh, just let me know. I think we're going to have them shoot straight forward and see what we can hit. Okay. Uh, so your max range is medium, which is going to be uh, three range bands. Uh, so you're okay. looking for anything anything within six squares of you, which is okay. still, you know, it's too far. Still so nothing. we're not we're not going to fire off. No, but you've you know you've you've gotten a good head start on on your folks. Uh, next up is going to be their capital ship still plowing forward um but you know the the fighter uh flanking maneuver that seems to be indicated has kind of spooked them you see them uh starting to spread out not breaking formation uh but extending it as they move as they move towards you and they're still yeah they're still well out of range even for their long guns fighter wing one berbecca what are you gonna have him do uh let's which is one and which is two uh, you're up north. Okay. You're right <clears throat> uh, let's give you an emoji too. You're going to be the flasks. Okay. Because uh, we're very into chemistry in this wing. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so, so blue wing, uh, you know, blue wing, uh, it's you, uh, blue, blues one through 72 check in with you, blue leader. What are you going to command them to do? Um, let's go ahead and... And 
is it uh, Rebecca knows very little about tactics. Sure. <laughs> um, would it make sense to uh, split and have three hang back more defensively and three move forward and maybe kind of flank out like the southern wing is starting to do? Yeah, that would be cool. that would make perfect sense. So you can have these guys um, accelerate and move. So they're going to move four. And then you can have these guys uh, not accelerate and just do a move. Yeah, that's that looks good. So they'll, they'll hang back to uh, to guard the capital ship somewhat. And cool. uh, South Wing, Ninja Wing, are you going to continue downward with your flank? Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, would you like them to continue accelerating as well? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. These guys aren't even at, uh, with this acceleration, they'll be at half their top speed. Um, fighters are very fast. All right. So you guys are starting to overtake the gunboat somewhat. Uh, capital ships, battleships, what's coming next? Slow and steady march forward for Skull and Crossbones unit. All right, Skull and Crossbones, you've got uh, you've got a speed of two, so you can actually continue to accelerate this round if you want to. Yep, I'd like, like to get up to three and no faster. Okay, uh, so you you're like inside this swarm of thirty odd fighters, creating kind of a screen for you. South End Snail, um, your fighters are starting. the The fighters you released are starting to depart from you pretty significantly. You can try and join the flank to you know stick behind them as a screen or you can continue to crush forward whichever you'd prefer um i think so if i continue to accelerate i would be at mm -hmm. the same level as uh skull and crossbones right yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. and what is long range long range on this map is going to be eight squares oh oh man we're gonna have to get really close <laughs> yeah we got a we got a bit to go we got a bit to go and what are i'm trying to find out the um trying to look at it in the guide but what are the negative effects of punching it uh, so the negative effects of punching it are that you suffer one strain for each basically point of speed that you're skipping so if like for instance the fighters last round had punched it and gone from zero to four speed they would have suffered four points of strain okay um so just so i understand what it is with ships um, mm -hmm. I looks like I have 80 strain. Yes. Is that correct? Um, oh, but you, but you also have a top speed of two and right now you're at one. So you can take the accelerate and move maneuvers this turn and you don't need to, I'm at top well. my spot and top you're speed. at the top of your okay. speed anyway. Yep. Okay. Then I'll just do that. Okay. Uh, forward flank, how you want to go about it? Um, I think, uh, my gunships are, <sighs> I'm going to stay in with my gunships. With your uh, fighters down here? No, the two gunships. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So capital ships, you are now topped out. You're moving as fast as you can, which means four squares each turn. Ooh, is the there a downside to decelerating? Like if I'm like, okay, we got to slow down. Like, is there? No. Okay, cool. All right, sweet. Yeah. There's no, there's no downside to decelerating. All right, so now okay. the Imperial fighters are going to punch it as well. Uh, they have a much higher top speed. So a enormous wall of these needle-winged fighters come shooting out. I've mentioned it before, but the general design of 
the Imperial fighter has changed significantly in the last 30 years. The, you know, the orb-like cockpit has elongated and narrowed, um, supporting like a almost like a supine pilot, someone laying down, and it's cl- been closed off as well, no longer using visuals for contact. And similarly, the wings have been trimmed down as well, going from, you know, the enormous square panels down to uh, like pyramid-esque gun emplacements with the engines in the back, kind of mimicking the shape of the, you know, the, the towering capital ships behind them. So this wall of fighters, each one looks like a, like a three-pronged head of a trident coming at you. And there are hundreds. The, the black void of space is blurred gray and blue with their armor and engines. Uh, back up to the top, uh, who would like a little zoom in on their character? Uh, I can go next for Eshka, since Eshka and Mia have been kind of in the same vein. Yeah, that makes sense to me. And, uh, you know, again, on the same on the same ship, we'll cut away back to the engine area and where we see Eshka in a similar flight suit to Mia's uh, very dirty in comparison, much more scruffy looking uh, with, you know, oil and such like marring both the jumpsuit and in some places her fur and I, I like to think of Eshka as doing something in this moment, although, you know, aboard a perfectly functional ship in this moment, I'm not entirely sure what she's doing. Oh, she's definitely, uh, you know, mapping out where she can do a quick, like, jury rig to the weapons or the engines or something to give them some extra punch if they need it. Yeah, and you just punched it, so there is a little bit of strain on the systems. Maybe you're putting some circuitry back together. Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, what, tell us a little bit about some of the adventures that you and Mia have been on since we've seen everybody last. Yes. Um, so, uh, as Mia mentioned, there were, you know, some scrapes we got into and got out of. Uh, I like to think that <laughs> there were two separate uh, missions that required some level of, you know, being covert. And on one, Mia said something, putting her foot in her mouth that blew their cover. And on the other, Eshka said something that was just completely inappropriate and blew their cover. <laughs> and By starting uh, a brawl, if I remember. Yes. And I think they like to bring each other's <laughs> <laughs> uh, mishandling up at each other when they're stressed. I like to think that they have uh, fallen into a rhythm of friendship where they are friends. Eshka cares as much about Mia as she has ever cared about any machine, and that's saying a lot. And no matter how much she loves Mia, she will never hesitate to raz on her as never. much as she can. Or to like complain about how hungry she is. Yes. Which is totally not projecting. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and decide right now that it's canon that Bothans have a faster metabolism than humans. So Eshka is constantly, constantly like, "Can't we take lunch break yet? Can't we go to lunch?" And Mia's like, "No, we just had breakfast two hours ago." <laughs> Without VC twenty to keep you both uh, well supplied with uh, cosmic granola bars. <laughs> Seriously. 
it's it's been a lot of talk like that. I've never <laughs> been the meal planner of the family. Outside the Imperial battleships begin closing as well. Uh oh. And not quite yet, but getting close. All right. Chemistry wing. What's the plan this round? More continuing to uh to flank and screen for your gunship and friends? Uh I think so, yes. Um Still no, no, still no punching it. Just regular acceleration and move. Um, for now, yes. Um, mm. <sighs> punching it is only two momentum. Yeah, or, or, uh, only two strain. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to be reckless, but I also don't want to wait too long to get into range and give them the upper hand. Let's go ahead and punch it on. The northernmost three. Okay. <clears throat> kind of keeping that flanking trajectory, but five, six, gaining gaining some ground. Uh, right. The rest will just kind of keep in line with the command ship. All right. I recommend doing an accelerate for them because right now they're uh, moving at the same speed as the capital ship, which is yeah. Them. You might want to... you might want that extra ground. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So we'll get them out here on a screening motion. Cool. And then uh, Southerly Ninja Wing, you want them continuing to uh, head downward as well, or have they, have they flanked out to your liking? Um, we'll keep them moving downward. All right. They have gotten a significant ways around capital ships. Skull and Bones, Snail, what you doing? Can we delay our turn until after their fast guys go? Uh, no, unfortunately. You were the last PC initiative slot. Normally, you can switch around PC initiative slots to your liking, um, but the their speedy ships go first, or go last absolute in the round. Gotcha. Then I suppose continue moving forward. Kidoki? Uh, so I would like to move forward and then also angle the deflector shields. Okay. Uh, our forward deflector shields. You're taking one shield from the back and moving it to the front, essentially? Yes. Okay. Sounds good. And then last but not least, those punched up fighters. We do get to shoot next turn. Yeah, you sure do. Good, because I don't like this. <laughs> They're very close. Yes, they are. They have not quite gotten themselves within range. Oh, they're also not accelerating anymore. There's an interesting... Uh, they are going to take evasive maneuvers this turn. All right. First contact with the enemy. Uh, forward portion of flask wing. The enemy has gotten within range, and they are going to make attacks on you. Rude. It is extremely rude. Uh, so the way this is going to work is that I'm going to give one attack to each squadron of 12, and essentially all of your squadrons are going to have 12 hit points. Whenever they knock out a ship, you lose a hit point. Um, so we'll just keep track of it that way, keep it nice and abstract, because there's no way on this or any other planet in a galaxy far, far away that I want to keep track of, you know, X number of hit points for uh, over 100 ships per side. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just, I'm going to make, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight attacks 
and we will talk about losses if that becomes applicable, which I am. I got to imagine with eight attacks, there's going to be at least a little bit of loss. Yeah, unfortunately. And I'm going to take that personally. Yeah. Sorry, Blue Wing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Chemistry Wing. <clears throat> there oh, are Lord Almighty. real bad rolls oh. in there. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Ooh. Okay, oh, so we are looking at which one of the several four successes, several advantages do you want to resolve first? Uh, so fairly catastrophic as these, you know, these needle pointed tridents come sweeping in. Uh, I'm going to say that the <clears throat> the losses are spread out evenly. Um, so we're going to lose. Uh, we're going to lose two from the top squadron, uh, three from the center, and two more from the bottom. And nine and uh, ten left? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, top of the round, it is time for a little bit of a character moment. Somebody that is not on one of the gunships is who we will cut to next. Uh, who would we like it to be? I'll go. Okay. Uh, so Kiyama, in an exciting twist, I think... Uh, you are standing on the bridge of, we'll say, the Snail battleship. That just seems appropriate since that's the one that Victoria is <laughs> controlling. Um, next to you is Ronus, and the two of you have just seen the telltale flashes of blaster fire deep in the starry night off to the port side. I like to think of the camera kind of looking in on the bridge of the ship as the two of you are looking out the window at the battle. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about the uh, the time that has been spent since uh, since Titan, since that uh, still kind of hanging narrative thread? So um, after they returned from Titan, Kiyama literally was like, uh, you can keep your brother, I found him, bye, and left. <laughs> And uh, went in search of uh, where the rest of the Jedi went, which she's had a hunch they went back to the temple. Um, and they were there. And what's the name of the planet? I can never remember it. Synect Ray. Synect Ray. So she went back there and has pretty much been there the last six months. Um, just kind of reconnecting with her memory and her training and kind of... Uh, uh, as memories came back more reluctantly, or less reluctantly, but stepping back into the role she had before um, as one of the more experienced Jedi at the temple, um, assisted with some training and stuff, and uh, reconnected with Ronus. Yeah, and as the two of you watch, he kind of... Um less like a romantic or tender handhold and more just sort of like grips your hand. Um, and you know, at this point, your sense of the force has improved and you have grown reacquainted with him well enough. You can tell that he is, even though he knows that those flashes of gunfire are far from where Mia's ship is, you, you know that he is worried about her. And I'll just turn to him and be like, she'll be fine. Honestly, if any of them out of there can get out of this mess, it's her. He just nods. He is still staring out the window. And now it is the Imperial capital ships inching forward ominously. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not looking good for chemistry, folk. No. no it's not. 
Northwing getting decimated. Stormtrooper aim. Stormtrooper aim. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you're only going to lose four ships in that initial attack chemistry squadron. Uh, However, the Imperial battlecruiser is now on top of you. Or not on top of you, but you are within range of the Imperial battlecruiser. And that is not a great situation. Hmm. Also, how how detrimental is it to be this close to those guys and try right, to? It's fine. I mean, okay. again, like these abstract distances in That's space. True. You know, you're you're dogfighting, kind of wheeling around each other and everything. Oh, and um, I'm sorry to keep like retconning this, but let's kind of let's let's do this right and apply like armor and shields and stuff like that. Okay, so add a, um, that actually saves you a guy in the middle squadron. So go ahead and bring him back up to eleven. So let's try Battlecruiser now. Battlecruiser has a lot of weapons um, and it is going to fire. Let's see. You are not within medium range, thankfully. So you are going to just get 10 heavy turbo lasers. Sorry, whomst? Whomst? Uh, chemistry squadron again. Um, oh. Let me know if this is comfortable for you, if for me to make one set one roll and we just multiply it by 10 to resolve it. I'm fine with that. Okay. I, That's I, cleaner. I thought that I was abstracting it away, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot cleaner. Yeah. So that is going to be... Um, it is going to destroy 10 ships. Okay. That comes down to. That is sad, but understandable from... Uh, you know, a battle cruiser. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing that it has done is that it is going to inflict uh, the the debris has littered the area, so it is going to make a kind of area of difficult terrain almost uh, from the explosions of these ships. So in uh, in that area. Uh, all weapon attacks are going to have one obstacle die imposed upon them. Ooh. That means that it is time for you to move the chemistry wing. Oh, no. Um, I mean, can the chemistry r- wing try to pew-pew these guys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, would you like to continue moving? Perhaps get around on their six or similar? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, you have control now, uh, so you can move them wherever you'd like. You can move uh up to six squares this turn as a matter of fact oh golly okay um if you don't want to if you feel like it might take you a while i'm glad to help uh i'm just thinking (laughs) like i I said a tactician i am not that's okay uh but yeah one guy there uh i say pew pew i can move six squares you said yep and don't forget you have uh the screening force back by the capital ship do any of these opposing battlecruisers seem like they have one long, narrow tunnel that exactly one ship could maybe fit in? <laughs> uh, no, I've tried to uh, improve <clears throat> the designs of the various capital ships somewhat. Got it. Okay, so this one and this one mm-hmm. are going to focus on these guys. Yep. And this one's going to focus on these guys. Okay, and you're keeping this the screening force in reserve around the capital ship? Uh, yes, I'm going to bring one of them out to help okay. with this section. You're going to need him to be there. Oh, in order to shoot? Okay. Because mm-hmm. 
because all of his weapons are close, which is too oh, Okay, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, he can fall back later if he doesn't get right. blown out of the sky first. Uh, you can crack open the Republic Fighter Squadron sheet and make me four attacks, please. We've got some hits. We've got we finally got some friendlies making contact, and then three more of those, please. Ooh. Boom, boom. One. Oh, fuck yeah. There we go. We got a triumph going on. All right. Awesome. So, how pew, that, pew. yeah. So, how that's going to shake out is that the Imperial fighters hit a little harder, but they have literally no shields. Uh, so, it's all, uh, and they have the same amount of armor as you. So, they're poorly defended in contrast. Uh, plus, they have, fewer, they have fewer hit points. So, you are going to actually take out five of the like the the needle pointed fighters i am not of, mad about that off of these guys uh many uh now that now that combat has been joined uh despite your initial losses your 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 pilots are quitting themselves admirably i'm and proud then, of them <clears throat> and then uh ninja mask wing what are you guys up to um, we're going to continue being ninja-like. You said they can move six and fire two? Your guys can actually move eight because they've uh, continued to accelerate more okay. than uh, Chemistry Wing has. Um, but the, the firing range is still two? Yes. Okay. Do we need to worry about how quickly the ships can turn? Uh, no, not particularly. Perfect. Um, As with many things in Genesis, that has been abstracted away. Um, and the ones that are in range are going to fire. Um, at, on the back, at, uh, on on the back of these uh, ships here, the the fighters. Yep. Okay, awesome. Uh, then make me three attacks using the Republic Fighter Squadron, please. The uh, gunnery option. Yes, please. Whew. All right, two very solid attacks and one miss. So we'll just treat that as going down, um, north to south there. So that looks like you're going to take out. Okay, uh, you're going to take out two uh, from this the squadron closest to the north one and one from the squadron below that uh, nearest to this guy here and you've got three down in the south sneaking around for unknown purposes which I'm very excited to find out about uh, and then last but not least we should have the capital ships so skull and crossbones snail what are you guys up to a uh, snail is going to um, fire because I'm within range of a lot of these. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um, and it looks like, and I don't know if I'm understanding this correctly, it says 12 times turbo lasers. Does that mean I have 12? Yes. So you're going to make a roll and we're just going to multiply whatever happens by 12. Okay. So one roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our. So uh, we were, we're just gonna abstract it like that for sanity purposes. Okay, cool. Um, so it would be, huh? Okay, I think it's this one. All right. So you can, um, you have multiple weapons, and since you're, yeah, you you have multiple weapons that you can choose from. I have a twelve times turbo lasers and ion cannon batteries, and mm -hmm. that's a medium range. And what's medium range? Uh, on this map, it's going to be. Uh, six squares, I want to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. So, ne oh. so since, since both those are uh, slow firing, you know, this Yeah, I was only going to do one 
you, this round you can use the turbo lasers, the next round you use the ion batteries, and you can just keep alternating between the two, essentially. Yeah, that's my plan. Um, okay, so I'll do the uh, long-range ones first. Sounds good. And hit them. Let's hope this works. Yeah. Okay. All right, so 14 damage um, times two. You, so you have breach four, which ignores four points of ship armor. Um, you know, where, whereas with breach one, like you ignore 10 points of personal armor. Um, each point of breach ignores one point of ship armor because, you know, ship armor is more intense, uh, which means that these guys are just stacks of hit points to you. Cool. You were going to take out so many of these guys. Yeah. Their lowered hit points. Yeah. Uh, you just demolish two full squadrons of them and then inflict nine points of damage. So as, you know, like as Kiyama and Ronas are standing on the bridge of the ship, you can see the space in front of you lights up red with Republic blaster fire. And when the firing stops, there is like a break in the solid wall of gray armor advancing on the SS snail. And you can see you can see forward into space once more. Uh, Skull and crossbones. What are you up to? Yeah, um, I'm going to move. I can move two, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm going to move two there, and then I believe I'm going to shoot at a central battle cruiser. Awesome. With my lasers. Very cool. Uh, so you also can give me um, Republic. The same. Yeah, same same attack. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. That is a success, a triumph, and four advantage. Uh, so you have inflicted two criticals on the central battleship in addition to doing... It's four times 12, sir, back at the original 48. 48, yep. Okay. Thank you. You you have inflicted like a, a very non-trivial amount of damage. There is explosions all over the ship. Uh, you can see their armor getting ripped up. Um, you know, so the miniature mushroom cloud of depressurizing uh, locales as the glass shatters outward. Uh, but most importantly, perhaps, you have uh, fouled up their systems significantly with those criticals. So please uh, roll me some percentage dice. It's 1d100. First one I got, 41. Okay. Um, so you're only going to roll once since you inflicted more than one critical. What that does is it you only inflict one critical, but extra criticals that you proc improve that critical by 10 points. Got it. So 51. Yeah. So... Uh, does that mean that I can have taken out its weapons? Yes. I would like to have taken out its weapons. Yes. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> its weapon systems are going to be offline until its crew can succeed at an average mechanics check. Which I assume they have like at least one mechanic on the Sure. Yeah, sure. but but it's um you know it's it's about the aggregate. It, it, it's it's representing an aggregate more than anything else because there's so gotcha. many things that they have to repair and so many mechanics who have to do it. All right. Uh, which is a, that is my turn. Yeah, which is a great blow to strike for the Republic, the central battleship, uh, kind of temporarily being taken offline. Uh, now, what yeah. under what terms will they surrender? It's a great question. Is figuring that out an action or is that an incidental? Um, I'll say it can be an action that you take after we get like a little close up on everybody. You guys can uh, start taking like character actions at the beginning of beginning of each round. Yep. 
Um, so once we get through those introductions as part of combat, we will uh, we we will slip into people doing stuff above and beyond. That's good. The ninja gambit has worked to distract at least some of the imperial fighters. They are pulling back around uh, to engage. Um, also trying to get out of range of the long guns that ha- that devastated their numbers last round. Some are l- sweeping back into the gunship line, looking for softer targets as well. All right, so we're going to make a variety of attacks here. The fighter squadron. And remember, we're going to take two damage off of each of these rolls. At first, for ninja mask squadron... It's like one, two, three, four, five. Absolutely abysmal rolls. The uh, the devastating barrage from the USS Snail seems to have broken their morale since last time. Uh, so you don't yeah. underestimate the snail. <laughs> uh, you are only going to lose one fighter from one of your squadrons this round, Ninja Mask. Uh, the gunship, however, you have had three squadrons of fighters close in on you uh two of them are actually going to fire another one is going to give some attention to chemistry flask okay so gunship what is your armor my armor good question uh looks like you have five armor yeah and you're also looking at two shields in the front that's that first attack Mm -hmm. uh so the the first uh the first line of attacks from here are completely deflected both your shields and your armor um you 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 feel the 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 shots of the incoming fighters rattle not harmlessly but painlessly off the hull however the second group gets on your starboard side and they are going to inflict four total hull trauma out of your 46 so you might want to keep track of that okay and we are back up at the top of the round. Uh, the fighters now fully engaged, dogfighting, looping around each other, trying to avoid uh, big, devastating shots from the capital ships. Capital ships firing on each other now as well. Uh, devastating blows coming in on the side of the Republic. Who would like to uh, have their character zoomed in upon for the moment? I think we're down to just uh, VC20 and G. I'm down to zoom in on G. Uh, G, we're... We come in on you actually walking onto the bridge of the snail. Uh, You can see outside that the fighting has come close to you. And near to the window, you can see the the colleagues with whom you've you've grown fairly friendly, fairly close with uh, over the past few months. Uh, Kiyama and Rones, uh, whom you met when you were studying... Uh, the the mysteries of the Jedi tradition. You've made made it sort of your business in your life to learn about many different Force traditions. And finally, having gotten in touch with Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, uh, in exchange of information from your uh, tradition and his, proved illuminating and enjoyable. And it has led you to for the time being, throwing in your lot with the Republic, you having your own reasons for uh, opposing the Empire. What uh, what do you do while you're on screen for a little bit here, G? 
I mean, I think I mainly just look out and get kind of sad. He's not Mm -hmm. particularly into the fact that he just had a helping hand in what I assume was murdering about a thousand people. Yeah. Um, And then he gets, so he takes a moment to pause, feel a little bit bad about that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, realizes that it's a thing that needs to be done and starts trying to help the gunners channel the force. Okay. Are you going to use your battle meditation at all? I would love to. Okay. Then go ahead and give me a force roll, please. Sure. All right. So uh, I can give someone on the snail ship an additional success. Awesome. Uh, How many of those? So you've rolled three light side to dark side. How many of those are you going to be committing to the roll and in what way? Uh, Just a single light side point Mm -hmm. um, to activate the power. Awesome. So I I assume that I'm hovering... I guess a little uncomfortably close to someone um, okay. as they as they shoot the gun, uh, yes. but that's the most reliable way to make it work. Um, so you you briefly uh, like acknowledged acknowledged Kiama and Ronis, and kind of realizing the direness of the situation, you head up closer to the gunner banks, and like one of the Republic gunners is kind of like kind of sweating, like you can see him mopping his brow uh, with uh, the arm of his orange flight suit is a little dark where he keeps rubbing it away and he hears your like heavy masked breathing that the that is basically a prerequisite of a Keldor existing in an oxygen environment and he looks over his shoulder nervously and then focuses on his guns again feeling weirdly invigorated and i lied i'm actually going to use three of those not just one because i misread the thing uh, i can affect another person up to medium range okay so i'm gonna focus a lot of attention on the person that seems most stressed and then a little bit on the next most and they awesome. both get a bonus success awesome so next time the snail makes attacks uh there'll be bonus successes in there ninja mask wing has effectively slowed the approach of the southernmost Imperial battle cruiser. It is now inching forward, and it is going to be focusing its ion weaponry on them. That means that uh, Ninja Mask Wing is going to lose ten ships. Arcs of blue lightning fill the void, uh, crossing the huge gulfs of distance between the battleship and this southern wing down here as they are blasted apart. And all of these fighters for the next round are going to be at a increased difficulty to shoot as the ion discharge interferes with their sensors and their weapon systems. That's fine. I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's good for me. <laughs> uh, the central ship has a mechanics test to make. So I'm going to have to do that now, I guess. Uh, With a single success, uh, you can see that there are lights going on back up and down the ship, and the turbo laser turrets are now moving again instead of uh, frozen. The the ship itself seems to be coming back to life after very briefly just being like a frozen husk in space. And the engines fire, bringing it a little bit closer. Uh, This top ship has decided to leave its swarm of fighters as is 
and is actually just going to full move this turn, drawing in close uh, to try and protect its sister ship that has been damaged. And it is going to open fire on the, the skull and crossbones with some heavy turbo lasers. Uh, so it's going to take three damage per shot for a total of 60 damage. No criticals. Skull and crossbones is not looking particularly good, everyone. Yeah, a, retur- a return barrage has uh, hit the ship extraordinarily hard. Uh, and gunships, we did skip over you this initiative pass, for which I apologize. Yeah, I was going to um, say. <clears throat> so why don't you get in there right now and uh, do some wreck and shop? Yeah, I'm going to fire some guns. Okay. Uh, you want your other boys and girls to uh, get into the fray as well while you handle these uh, these fighter squadrons here? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell them to fire at Will. Okay. Uh, they don't know who Will is, but they're going to fire whatever's closest. That's, I mean, that's valid. Um, so I believe I'm going to fire my uh, two forward heavy ion cannon. Okay. Sounds great. Um, and in this circumstance, there are three uh, three gunships that can do that for the fighters around you. So why don't you give me six attacks like that? Okay. Uh, all but the last one are hits, and resoundingly Ooh. so, including uh, Triumph in there. Yeah. So each one of those is going to... Wow. Going to get rid of two. Those are some... Those are some real shots, fam. Yeah, they are. She's good at flying. Yeah, she's real good at flying. All right, so six uh, of the of the of the enormous squadron that has kind of descended on you have been taken care of. The last one, if you want to give me uh, two more heavy ion shots, please. Mm-hmm. And do some more damage up in this northern flank, assisting the flask squadron. All right. I'm just real good at shit. Y'all. Yeah, just uh, just obliterating Flask Squadron. You are getting some much needed help at long last uh, from the gunships that have come out of reserve. I like to now- imagine that Mia is sort of there being like, hey, all here I am. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you guys got into quite a mess, didn't you? Making a grand <laughs> entrance. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, Republic fighters, it's time for you to go. Um, the battle is not uh, nearly lost. The the these trident fighters are absolutely taking worse than they're getting, but they have, there's just so many of them. Uh, so, yeah. Flash Squadron, why don't you start us off again? Okay. Um. So. And as a reminder, if you if you don't want to move but you want to shoot, um, you can you can take evasion evasive action and shoot, which basically amounts to you are doing loop-the-loops and you are wiggling back and forth. You're not going anywhere enough to change, you know, squares or range bands, um, but you are moving around and making yourself difficult, more difficult to hit. Yeah. Um, we're going to bring this guy in a little to mm-hmm. help out with these. Mm-hmm. Um, Helping out the gunships. These guys are going to stay on here. These guys are going to stay up here. Right on. You want them to take evasive action? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then this little friend's going to pop up here. All right, so bravely. he's moving. Mm-hmm. Maybe stupidly. I don't know. <laughs> uh, actually, what's going on? Okay. Things are looking rough down here, yes? 
Uh, yeah, it's starting to degenerate a little bit. Uh, Ninja Mask has more people than you do at the moment, but um, that capital ship is getting in close. Yeah, okay. Let's actually uh, have this one. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that one and this guy mm -hmm. are going to break off and punch it um, like down in this direction. Okay. You can double move if you want. Get them and get them there without firing. Um, or move in evasive action, whatever you're feeling. I don't think I don't know if I can get close enough to get them there and fire in this round anyway. So, yeah. So let's just go ahead and move them down. Mm -hmm. And you wanted this one as well. Yeah, that one's gonna break off the and huge. come help. Yeah. All right. So they will help down there, and then everybody else is in place to do some pew pews. Uh, looks like you have four attacks to make for me then. Cool. Get my thing. Here we go. Okay, so the difficulty of the dice pool is going to go up. Okay. Uh, so evasive action makes it harder to hit you, but it makes it harder for you to hit as well. That makes sense. All right. Go ahead and start your attacks. Okay. Still One, great. two, oh. Oh. Oh, Ooh. no. Oh, no. Just bad rolls in general. Uh, so great start um, to... Great, great start to the round, but difficult finish. Uh, you're still going to be able to uh, polish one of these guys off. Something. Uh, you know, they're, they are down a fighter. And uh, Ninja Mask Squadron, what's next? You're really in um, so, so tell me about missiles. Uh, missiles get to do blast damage, and they have some ru special rules around shields, I believe. Are you thinking about shooting some missiles? I was hoping to, yes. Um, it says there are uh, limited ammo six. Yeah, so you only have six missiles that you can fire. Is that per ship or total? Yeah, per ship. Okay. Um, yeah, so... And the range is still two? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I believe missiles are also close, yes. Um, those three are going to missile the uh, gunship. Oh, the battleship. Very nice. Okay. This one will... Uh, fire on the fighter in range. Mm-hmm. Dude. Alright. An unfortunate miss as the blaster fire goes rattling off into the firmament. Um, the next one will try to get the same ship. Mm-hmm. Alright. There we go. Some hits. It's gonna take off one of their ships, deleting a fighter. And this last one is also going to fire its missile at the gunship. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you notice with some dismay that this is um, this is the first missile that is inflicting uh, really any damage on the on the gunship that you can see. Um, many of the other missiles rattled off of the armor. It uh, it looks as though the the breach quality of the heavy guns on the capital ship is kind of crucial to overcoming their defenses. Um, but it does, however, uh, remove a fair number of fighters uh, who are flying too close to the capital ship and have been exploded by the blast. Uh, and now I believe it is uh, capital ship time. Capital ship time. All right. Capital ship time. Capital ship time. Okay. Um, so we've got a little hesitant to move into range there. I'm going to use the rest of my ion cannon mm -hmm. 
while my turbo lasers recharge to uh to hit these three. Okay. Uh give me and give you a gunnery. Here you go. Give me some gunnery. Holy shit. Okay. Boom. All right, with a breach of three. Um so this would normally let you proc the linked quality, as Kevin pointed out, but since they are starboard of you, the other the other battery is, or their port of you, the other battery is facing starboard. Um, so there is no one to shoot at. Let's see, six and nine is fifteen. Um, again, you vaporize uh, entire squadrons with your uh, cool with your ion cannons. And I'm going to the snail. Will just lie in wait. Mm-hmm. Continue um, to float in the void. As snails are wont to do. Yeah, absolutely. I support this. All right, back up to the top. Uh, VC20. Uh, it's finally time for us to zoom in on the senator, uh, who is standing on the bridge of Skull and Bones, a little bit removed from his friends, but uh, attended by uh, not just Rundak, but a gaggle of other uh, political hangers-on and people who want to be near the important figure. Uh, VC20 has become uh, something of a figurehead or a rallying cry since the true empire has escalated tensions. Uh, His experiences in the field and working against them directly have endowed him with a sort of heroic status. And Rundak, receiving a communique, looks into space for a moment as he listens and then he turns to you and in a quiet uh, mixture of growling and roar appropriate uh, for the Wookiee language he says senator the Mimbanians have agreed finally to meet you they're impressed by the republic's willingness to fight for them and that as way of exposition is the whole purpose of this battle The true empire has recently uncovered and brought to functionality a deep space portal. The first that they have been able to find and implement a portal so large that it is able to move an imperial cruiser. In fact, the three imperial cruisers that you are fighting currently. The Republic has been racing against the clock for the last week to try and beat them here before it got fully operational and has only just lost that race against time. Now you have a battle on your hands and the hope is that the Empire can be beaten back and the Mimbanians can be brought into the fold, preventing this portal from being a jumping off point or a foothold for the Empire. Uh, Senator, do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've been up to in the break? I'm sure. Um, So VC20 is still a senator. He has continued the duties of his office. Um, But because of his extended experience on the front lines, he's um, been drawn more onto the war side of governance um, to his dismay. Yes. Difficult decisions and all of that. Gunships, do you want to step up? Yes, I do. Um, I'm going to continue to fire my two forward heavy ion cannon. Excellent. You know, you you have, you have a very sparse remainder of fighters here. You could probably uh, implement these ships 
further forward if you wanted to. Yeah, I think I will. I don't know if I'm going to push them too far ahead, though. Um, this fellow up here mm-hmm. is definitely going to just fire. Yeah, just blast them. Can this fellow in the middle aim for the north side? Yes, yeah, so give, give me four shots with that ion cannon. Yes, I will. One, two, three, four. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> so that will, that second shot, the second and third are going to get rid of these fighters here. You've kind of cleaned the perimeter some. Mm-hmm. And uh, the squadron directly in front, uh, two, or excuse me, four fighters are going to be removed from there. Uh, your ion cannons are doing phenomenal work. Uh, they sure blasting, are. Blasting through these trident fighters left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means it is now time for everybody's favorite Imperial Battle Cruisers. Oh, fun times. Mm-hmm. I did have a question. I didn't see this. How long does the angling deflector shields last? Does that stay until you move it back? Yes. Okay, cool. One barrage coming at... Uh-oh. That is for Skull and Crossbones. I don't love uh-oh. That's a triumph. Got a triumph. Yeah, so that's going to be a ship crit on you. Jeez. A 46 will handle that shortly. Uh, if you want to look up the ship crit table while I continue to attack. Leave it as subsystem. Okay. A second round of hits for you. And then... This last one is going to be coming in for Snail. Did it move closer? Because it was nine squares from me. Yes. If it's coming in range, I got plans. So. Yep, it is now in range. Sweet. It is tearing its way uh, through the fighter squadrons that are swarming around it, moving in for the kill. So that first round of hits uh let's do some quick calculations once more yeah 46 is a component system okay component hit of my choice uh yes i'm going to choose engines no more movement for you engines reduce my speed by one point yep. for what it is worth might still be able to move a little bit i believe you can you have a speed of two so you'll be cut to half speed uh, but I am pretty nervous about just that straight-up series of hits. Yes. So that first round, it's going to be it's 120. And I'm currently at 60. Uh-oh. So we exceed my whole trauma threshold by 40. And I'm not 100% sure what happens. But I um, think it means I blow up. So the ship is now non-functional, and we roll another crit. Well, so that... That happened first, and then another another ship shot me. Yes. Oh, no. For what I believe is basically 80 more damage. Mm-hmm. So, so I believe that, I'm at a, a grand total of 260 hull trauma. Out of 160? 140. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, you're going to be space hulked. That's going to be a lot of lives. BC-20, get out of there. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be two more crits that are going to come in effectively. Uh, the first one is going to be at plus 10. So that's going to be another 44, um, which is going to be another subsystem to disable. So I'm going to fully disable. It is, it is tailspin for 44. Oh, tailspin, actually. Yes. Oh, okay. I misread. Uh, so you are now in a tailspin with failing engines. 
and we are going to roll another crit. That is going to be a plus 20, so 29 altogether for that crit. Pretty chill. Knocked off course. All right. Um, so I think that with all of that, uh, I'm going to kind of fiat in what your movement will be. Okay. And keep, keeping in mind that you are your ship is borderline destroyed. A lot of lives have been lost now. Explosions tearing through space. Uh, the superstructure is coming apart. Uh, people need to get to escape pods if they are still alive. <clears throat> VC20, can you please, as the ship begins to collapse around you, can you please give me a resilience test? I can try. Um... Use a light side point. We have to have one. <laughs> you have exactly one, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I'm going to use that. Um, please. And then... Resilience. Okay. Uh, so dead even. You you are sucked into the vacuum of space as the bridge collapses around you. You can see um, you can see about a hundred biologicals who are also sucked out there with you. You mercifully lose consciousness a few a few times, briefly fading in and out as you're. Uh, circuits decompress and your processors adjust to this strange new environment. You do have the ability to survive in hard vacuum for an amount of time, but the shift has rendered you, for the moment, nominally incapacitated. Hooray! Skull and Crossbone is, uh, for the moment, going to be a big X. Snail, you, on the other hand, are going to be taking... Only 10 of those. I know it says 20, but they fired a bank last round, so. And I have uh, one more. I had done uh, forward deflector shields. Right. So, so your forward defenses are what now? A four or a five? I only did it once, so it would be four, I think. Okay. I and angle deflector so, shields. So you're yes. shaving 10 off of each of those hits. Uh, which means that you're going to be taking 50 damage incoming since you're okay. only, at, only getting a half bank. So I am at 90 total. Okay. Your sister ship uh, has just been forcibly decommissioned, we will call it. Okay. And um, can I ask for a status? How is it looking currently <laughs> status-wise? Uh, pretty rough. You guys are starting to win... The fighter battle down here in the south with the flanking maneuver that Chris pulled with the ninja squadron. Um, but up top, you are losing hard. Uh, the, chem the chemistry squadron is flailing. The cruiser has just been de uh, destroyed. Or not destroyed, but has just been deactivated. And so all that's left there is a gunship and a full wing of Imperial fighters that are still fairly healthy. Okay, this is a little unpleasant. <laughs> Does running away work? Yeah, that was where my thought went. I'm like, okay, on my turn, we're going to tell all the fighters to get back because this is bad. <laughs> um, you can, listen, you just bitch, need I'm a Skywalker. To... We don't do that shit. Oh no! Um, once you have created enough distance from yourselves and the planet, you can make the jump to hyperspace. It takes a round. Um, enough distance from yourselves and the planet uh, looks like being at medium range from both. So at least six squares away from 
an enemy ship and the planet. Okay. I've got an out. It's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Fighters, you are now up. Uh, please tell me what you would like to do. So, chemistry fighters mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> up north. I'm going to say this one's going to keep engaged with enemy fighters. Okay. Uh, these guys, can we try to make a targeted attack on... I'm not sure what the physical configuration of these enemy uh, big boys are, but either weapons or engines or, you know, because obviously the fighters are not going to explode this guy. But Mm -hmm. if we can, you know, kind of snipe some some critical components. Take some kind of armor bypassing shot. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's anything in their makeup that would allow for that. Um, so the, the torpedo is there to do the armor bypass and the, the test is there to by get close enough to bypass the shields effectively. Oh, no successes to advantages. Alrighty. Uh, your fusilade, uh, your fusilade of torpedoes unfortunately explodes on the, like the surface of the ship. You haven't managed to disable any, uh, components, but attacking you. Uh, that if that ship were to try and counterattack you, it would do so at an increased difficulty. Your proximity uh, has allowed you to basically get right up on it. Okay. That was the idea. Um, and then so you're you're flying tight and close, basically across the surface of this thing, trying to drop torpedoes on it to you know hit anything you can, weapons, in critical components, and so on. But you just can't pierce the armor. Yeah. Which is, which is a very Space Battles visual. I'm here for it. Um, and then uh, for the other fighters, I'm just going to fire in the combat that we're in. Um, do I just have one other one left, or are there any left in the south? There are two left in the south. Okay. Uh, so why don't you give me three attacks, and we will resolve that damage in each case north to south. And it's the gunnery, right? Yes, please. All right, so we've we've got some damage here. Um, we've we've uh, up up top. You are mostly circling in huge dogfighting positions as the skull and crossbones cruiser is exploded behind you. A huge uh, a huge cloud of expanding dust and light probably catches the eye and distracts the northernmost chemistry squadron down south. However, they do manage to uh, inflict. A, a serious amount of wounds. With your assistance, the ninja, the ninja squadron has been very effective in eliminating the southerly fighters. Cool. Yeah, you're going to be able to eliminate a, a full wing of those fighters. You actually outnumber them de- now down in the south. Gunships, Mia, you are up. Heck yeah, I'm up. Um, which one am I again? Of the things you are, on the board. you are all the gunships, but also Mia is on one of the gunships. So tell me okay. what you'd like to do with them. The Skull I'm... and Crossbones cruiser is uh, float is is quickly working its way to being a Space Hulk. Escape pods are shooting off. Uh, there there are white hot fires burning along the edges of the seams of its armor. Okay, I'm going to fire on the fighters to the north. Mm-hmm to give more leeway for those folks who need to escape. Got it. 
Okay. So would you like your uh, your previously guard position gunships to move up and uh, assault that as well? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, let's leave one of them a little bit closer to the south, just in case it's needed. Sure enough. Yeah. All right. You yourself, Mia, are going to be going up north. That sounds good? Sounds good. And I fire four. Is that right? Yes, please. Nice. I'm very good at my job. Yeah, you are. All right. So uh, gunships have swooped in, to devastated many Imperial fighters. You're starting to turn the tide up north. I mean, you, you can see that there's just the two wings up there. Three, if you count the ones that are uh, still guarding the Hulk of the Skull and Crossbones cruiser. Bringing it back around to Imperial fighters now. They are largely disengaging with the Republic fighters in favor of moving in to try and surround, harass, and eventually destroy the gunships that have just been brought to bear. Incredibly, they missed your gunship, Mia, and a little more armor peeled off the southernmost one. Okay. It's mostly the numbers that are intimidating. They, I mean, there are three gunships and uh, upwards of 40 fighters swarming around you right now. They're pinpricks don't hurt a bunch and they're not necessarily great shots but there are enough of them that density of fire is going to is starting to drag you down uh down in the south these fighters are actually going to move past uh they are going to spend their turn departing and engaging the snail down below uh flying at top speed breakneck speed to get around and behind into the less shielded engine and rear area. <clears throat> All right. And we are back to Republic capital ships, such as they are. The skull and crossbone ship will continue to float through space, unmoving. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. The snail is trying to decide if it wants to deal with a pest control problem or um, deal with uh, the bigger guns. Um. I think I'm going to use, all right, I'm going to return fire on the their southern cruiser. Mm-hmm. Um, if I turned back here, mm-hmm. could I hit both them and the big gun and their battle cruiser with my... I just don't know where my turbo lasers are is the thing, they're, I guess. They're ventrally and dorsally located, so they're on the top and bottom of your ship. It's less, okay. of, it's less a question of firing arc and more a question of, like, just action economy. You can't fire all that many guns at once. Okay. Hmm. All right, well, I'm still going to move so that way they're not on my butt, and mm-hmm. I'll go for the big ship. Sounds good. We need to uh, work to disable that. So... All right, here we go. Boom. Looks pretty good. All right, so we're looking at 13 damage total, breach four. So each shot is going to do four damage. So you're looking at 48 on those turbo lasers altogether. Okay. And I'm actually going to, if allowed, Mm -hmm. can I move? I know I'd be moving further in here with these people, but can I move back a little bit closer to the planet? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, so th- there is panic erupting on the snail. You know, the, the skull and crossbones has been lost. Um, there were known delegates on board there. Um, you know, VC-20 in there. 
Yeah, the snail's uh, leadership, I don't know who captains the ship. I mean, I know there's a captain on the ship, but mm-hmm. I don't know who's commanding the battle. Like, is it an admiral or general or whoever? But they are sending out the, all right, guys, we either got to turn the tide right now or we're leaving. So you need to either book it back here or... Or blow up a ship, basically. Or blow up a ship, because otherwise we cannot take... We can't take that many hits left. <laughs> so. Yeah, and therein lies the problem. Um, they... They are up now. The Imperial battle cruisers are up. I know. And they're inching forward. They seem content uh, for the time being to pick off uh, these gunships here. Good God. Uh, they're going to do nothing but move because I think that you are actually out of range. Yeah. So you're out of range of their light turbo lasers down south. Uh, this, so the snail is not going to be taking any hits this round. Oh, thank God. The central battlecruiser did miss um, firing into the melee uh, their shots have just gone wide however there was a triumph on this northern gunship uh, Mia you watch as one of your fellow gunship pilots takes a full hail of turbo laser fire and there is a screaming over the comms and then they are incinerated that's no fun <laughs> fighter squadrons what's next uh, I'm gonna say mm-hmm we agree with Snail, and it's time to fucking leave. Okay. Uh, so chemistry is headed back to the ship? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this one here, uh, the one nearest the Space Hulk of sp- uh, Space Cruiser cro- Skull and Crossbones. And um, any that are a little further away can try to help with these fighters, try to help protect Snail um, when they get there. I mean, if everybody spends both both maneuvers available to them in the turn moving, uh, mm-hmm. they'll be able to just get on board. Okay. All right. Uh, are the southern wings of chemistry also going to... The southern squadrons of chemistry also going to retreat? Or are they going to continue um, to shellac this, the southern Imperial cruiser? How is Snail doing again, specifically? I'm acting a little over... I might get about 65% capacity. I can handle another big hit from one thing. I don't think I could take a critical. I can't okay. take a critical. Okay. Then yeah, let's let's keep the southern wing on this guy. Okay. Then... Yeah, basically I was trying to figure out if the the fighters were the more immediate concern or the big guy. So okay. we'll stay on we'll stay on that. Do you want to try that uh, proton torpedo trick as well? Try and hit some critical systems? Yeah. Um, so I need to roll piloting first. Yes. Yes, please. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So you find yourself in just a superb position with, uh, those, those five advantage. I'm going to add some bonus dice, uh, to your attack. Uh, please give me your proton torpedo strikes. Uh, are the dice ready to go? They are ready to go. Hit me. All right. Yeah, all right. Um, so you, fu- you 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 basically replicate the uh, the Death Star uh, exhaust port. You shoot. You fire a bunch of proton torpedoes into the engines of the cruiser itself. Some of them explode outside the the flames, but the the blast of them uh, is enough to damage and disable that back end. And uh, the the extraordinary closeness 
is frightening. You're you're essentially weaving in between the ion discharge of the engines of this cruiser itself, but you have you have imparted an enormous amount of destructive power onto the onto this ship for the the size of the fighters that you're flying with this with a incredibly daring maneuver. Pew pew. Pew pew. The ninja wing needs to go. Yeah. Um do, do you want to do a similar maneuver? I do. Okay, awesome. So piloting uh, and then <clears throat> Yeah, so piloting first uh to try and get close enough basically to circumvent the shields. Okay. Um so you can still make the check. Um there just might be dangers or complications involved. Uh it's, Sounds it's good. Essentially uh, you, you are you're you're kind of doing a kamikaze run, not not out and out, but uh, the 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 danger is much higher. Uh, so let me change the pool real quick and uh, go ahead and give me uh, attacks for your guys. Okay. So the 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 six wing the six fighter wings of uh, ninja swoop in and out. Uh, aiming slightly different places, you're actually flying incredibly close to the turbo lasers. So there's an immediate danger that, you know, at any point, one of them could go off and just point blank you directly into your belly, destroying one of the fighters. But you're, you know, you're circuitous, almost insect like rotating around the, you know, the vertical axis of the ship. Uh, it serves to confuse the matter and allows you to drop uh, several extremely successful missiles in, in in between armor plates you know behind critical subsystems and with like a shuddering explosion the ship actually starts to list slightly to starboard and the ion cannons many of them like several dozen of them have like white fire coming up from behind them you have inflicted some kind of massive trauma onto the direct control of that subsystem uh, the and the the ship is going to be incapacitated. the The daring and valor of the of the chemistry wing and the strategic initiative of the ninja wing have disabled one of the imperial imperial cruisers. And we are two imperial fighters, and they are just going to do just an absolute shit ton of attacking. Which I'm sure everyone is looking forward to. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Being so, put uh, through a shredder is the fun part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, this dream. Is, <laughs> this, is, this is the real death by a thousand cuts of uh, of this battle because there's just so many. There's so many of these, uh, you know, trident fighters, as I've been kind of calling them. Uh, first squadron is a miss on the gunships. Second squadron's a miss on the gunships. So is the third and the fourth. Uh, <laughs> Mia has really taught her gunship squadron uh, something, maybe a couple of things about how to fly. Of course, as soon as I say that, the, the fifth squadron gets a massive hit. And listen, the sixth squadron is going to get a triumph. You know, it's listen, real feast or famine here. I was going to say, I'm good at my job. And sometimes even stormtroopers hit right. Though. It's true. You get enough stormtroopers, they're bound to hit something. Yeah. Uh, so... The, once again, the, just the overwhelming mass of numbers on these ships is what's really doing it for them. Uh, however, we are going to get some action in the uh, on the personal level here in a moment because you guys have suffered a critical at the hands of the Imperials. So, yeah, 
Please do not give your brother a heart attack. Kevin, can you please tell me what an 89 is on the chart? And now, uh, anything that they just crit uh, no longer has their shield. So decreased defense and affected defense zone to zero. And decreased defense and all other defense zones by one. Okay. So to Mia and Eshka, a, you see a blinking light on the console and a loud alarm starts sounding through the ship. Eshka, you know that that last hit that just rattled the whole of the gunship's hull has disabled the shields. Uh, so I will give both of you uh, an action right now. Oh, no. Uh, I would like to try to fix that, please. Okie dokie. So you are a clever little bothan, but, you know, there are some circuits fused. I am going to use a dark side point. Please give me a mechanics test. I do have solid repairs, where anytime I repair a starship or vehicle, I also repair plus one hull trauma per rank of solid repairs. If that helps. <laughs> it does not, but thank you for that advertisement of how good <laughs> I'm just saying, if there's also hull damage, I can fix one point of it while I'm trying to fix the shield. <laughs> oh, then that is actually useful. There is hull damage. Okay. Uh, and you said mechanics? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <gasps> wow, look at that. Okay, so there, there is a fire that has started in the shield compartment. Uh, you, like, you wrap up your paws in big leather mittens, effectively, and yank the the, com the cover off of the component, spray it down really fast with um, like a like a like a fire extinguisher and jam wires together until you hear the familiar like funk and hum of a restored shield component. I would like uh, to add for flavor that the mm -hmm. entire time uh, I'm just saying over and over, I hate fire, I hate fire, I hate fire, I hate fire. <laughs> Nice little throwback to that time that I was on fire. <laughs> nice, nice little throwback to the time where you were on fire. So. Yeah. Uh, Mia, what are you doing as your shields fail? Um, do we have any light side points I can use? Is that... uh, yes, you have two. Great. I want to use one of those. And how many ships are in front of me right now? <laughs> um, none, actually. Like, you have a direct line to that northernmost Imperial cruiser. Hmm. How stupid do we think Mia is right now, y'all? How stupid? Probably pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. I mean, I I, in context that she did hear that we are going to retreat, so... That's but true. She, she did, did also say a Skywalker never retreats. She did also say that a Skywalker never retreats. Oh, man. I'm torn. Deeply torn. Hmm. Like, this is the cusp, I'll be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is like... Like, depending on what happens with those cruisers and stuff in the next two turns depends yeah, on whether no. or not the snail's running. I think so. you're right. So I think I think Mia's going to retreat. She's going to use her really badass flying and stuff to, like, get out of the way, I guess. She's going to be smart or at least have some sense of self-preservation. So I think what's going to happen is she's actually going to command the gunships to get as close to the snail as possible to serve as defense slash mm -hmm. uh, be alongside it when it prepares to make the jump to hyperspace. Well, you know that you should, you probably should not be alongside it when it jumps to hyperspace. Yeah, I mean, like, far enough away. I'm not going to be, like, right in its grill. I'm just okay. going to be, like, You're going to get nearby. up close. 
I mean, if you still want to do some crazy Skywalker stuff, can I, I can recommend. Um, actually, never mind. Yeah, I don't think there's 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 nothing unless I like run into an Imperial Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. I'm like not gonna be able to do anything. So I think that I think that I shouldn't do that. Um, safe. Clear clarification. Where's VC twenty right now? Uh, floating in you space. Could, oh, I'm gonna go find VC twenty. You could go gonna, find like, him. Yeah, I'm gonna go find VC twenty. Let's do that. Okay. Pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good call out. Thanks, friends. Um, Give me a perception, please. Oh, hang on. I, I have the missile ship, but I don't have my my own character sheet open. One moment, please. Perception. We're really glad that the light has side. Some, yeah, I'm going to use a light side point on it. Here we go. Perception roll. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. That's all I needed. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, so you do a loop de loop affecting a 180 and okay. you have found the senator uh, pulling up to him VC20 you your optical systems be- begin to come back online uh, as you see a large wall of ship growing beneath you it is flying republic colors so to speak I think there isn't much to do but uh, float in the void of space yeah. rotate slowly I'm sorry I keep putting VC-20 drifting through space. I mean, if you, any character was... Once per probably, episode. Once <laughs> per episode. <laughs> I mean, it's probably for the best that it's him, though, because he can't, like, asphyxiate, so... I will say that as you watch the ship draws closer, a an airlock opens and a small globe-shaped astromech droid reaches out an arm to pull you in and suddenly gravity reasserts itself. Both of you drop down to the artificial gravity. That is both of you drop down to the bottom of the airlock with what would have been a clang. If there were any air in space, the top of it closes and you hear the hiss as air reenters the interface chamber. Congratulations. You have been rescued. Hey there, Senator. Mia is going to call from the cockpit. Um, besides conscious, like, how am I doing? Uh, you feel pretty bad. I'm going to charge you for strain for that overall or- ordeal. That makes sense. Um, would I hear Mia? Yeah, the air is re-entering the chamber. I will, um, clumsily stagger towards her, I suppose. If she's coming in over the, uh, over the intercom, you can talk back to her if you, if you are, are so inclined. Um, I think the senator's going to be in shock for at least this round. Sure. Sort of slowly stumble your way up to the cockpit, maybe. Sounds good. The small droid uh, beeps at you several times, informing you that the crew is highly distressed because the battle seems to be going poorly. And at that, I think VC-20 will um, nod and begin uh, sprinting. Okay. (laughs) Towards the... um, cockpit and first things first um, let's inspire the the crew oh nice alrighty it's a difficulty two uh, the pool is ready average leadership check amazing absolutely amazing okay um so uh, so two triumph and seven successes uh, so I'm going to just 
treat all actions on this ship uh, as being inspired. Um, Senator, I am going to charge you two more strain for shoving, for pushing yourself uh, while, you know, still in shock. But um, everybody on the ship from here on out is going to have uh, an extra blue die. One Imperial cruiser is coming for the snail. Its heavy turbo lasers are ready once more. Ugh. Okay. Not looking great. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, I do. That's oh, going to be 80, 80 damage for the snail. Okay, yeah, we're running, guys. We're running really fast. Oof. Okay. We're still up. We're still up. Oh, boy. And we will have a uh, shot taken at... He's uh, going to shoot at the gunships. These Imperial battlecruisers have yet to miss. Uh, they... they this is where you go. They're good at shooting. Yeah, this is where, yeah. this is where you go if you're too good to be a stormtrooper. You yeah, get, you, well, like, you go to the navy. We didn't miss in our battle cruisers either. We're just outnumbered. Like, yeah, that's part of the problem. We're just outnumbered. So, yeah. and it looks like that's going to be yeah another gunship uh, is dusted behind you, Mia. You and the this guy here providing the craziest screen for the snail of all time are the only <laughs> two left. Okay. Uh, so, well, snail. Take your turn right now, por favor. Snail is going to take its turn as it limps, sadly. Actually, snail's going to punch it, I guess, is the equivalent, and move out of range of those fighters and go to hyperspace. Is that acceptable? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me make sure that I have its astrogation the way I want it to be. Okay, we have 10 hit points is what I'm saying, so we gotta go. <laughs> There's no waiting. No, 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 that's, that's totally fine. And the snail would have been preparing for that and doing those astrogation checks after it had planned its said, like, you know, gave everybody one round to retreat. Yeah, well, th so. this, is, this is not about plotting your course, and it's more about affecting that course while you have ships that are too close to you, namely all those fighters. You're not at a safe distance for a hyperspace jump. And I couldn't get there in one turn. I couldn't get there this round. No. Okay, we're just going to take the risk. I we know. burn them up. You, there, I mean, there's a chance. There's a chance all kinds of things are going to happen. Well, we're bigger than they are, so. Alrighty. Does anybody have anything to help on board the snail with this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can, my characters do. <laughs> uh, I can run up to the head astrogator. Okay. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Um and uh pull out a little thing from my med kit give him a little concoction and say uh drink this okay uh so you the you are on the bridge g with uh kiyama and ronis you guys have all just taken this massive hit you know smoke is filling the air there are alarms blaring everywhere and the astrogation module is like just a big wall of you know those 70s ass computers that dominate the 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 space battles universe so you run up to uh this guy he's you know he's covered in sweat his uniform is all disheveled and you shove this vial in his face Just take this um and then i was trying to make a average medicine check right okay uh so that is a success um so the little potion that i give this person uh mm -hmm. will increase their intelligence by one uh, even though you got three successes? Yeah, there, it's not. Um, it doesn't scale? Okay. No, it just, I get to taste it a little better. Gotcha. Okay. 
Uh, awesome. So you you legitimately run up to this guy with a magic potion. I uh, shove it in his hand. I I will say that like G has been around on this battle cruiser for a while. You're a known entity. You're a known force user. You get to hang out on the bridge. Uh, he stares at you for a moment with kind of wild eyes, and he throws it back like a shot. And uh, moment of truth. Oh, thank oh, God. Right. Uh, so with a hum and like a chugging noise and a crash, the enormous hyperdrive spools up. And outside of the window at the front of the bridge, Kiyama and G can both see the stars turn to trails as the jump to hyperspace is affected and the snail is gone. All right. So that leaves the now stranded Republic fighters, um, the the scrappy remaining squadrons of chemistry wing, uh, of chemistry wing, the uh, brave and tactical members of nin- Ninja Mask Wing. What are you guys doing? You have a uh, suddenly you have a whole capital ship all to yourselves that you could potentially get to. Sounds good to me. Or you could just try to scatter into deep space. You could try to land on the planet. You know, there's a if you want to keep fighting, keep fighting. But uh, you don't feel the need to. You don't feel compelled to. Yeah, I think the Ninja Squadron is going to try to cover the snail's escape as best as it can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so we'll just uh, move you up here. Chemistry Squad will help. All right. Uh, so this is a you know this is a you're not going anywhere, sucker. <laughs> a full-on enclosure as the whole the basically the totality of the republic's remaining might in the mimban system suddenly descends on this uh you know fairly injured imperial cruiser and rebecca you owe me two attacks and chris you owe me six okay okay that looks like a critical uh that first one is actually going to do damage with your light laser which is uh sort of incredible actually so let's see what this critical is what is a 12 kevin jostled okay all crew members suffer one strain and are disoriented okay so you have just ups you have just done the uh nearly impossible unless you are eshka or in this case rebecca uh you have upset tens of thousands of people all at the same time just like a minor inconvenience yeah like like a lot of people yeah, 30,000 people all get vaguely irritated at the same time from the rattling of Chemistry Squadron's assault. A space tweet. Yeah. <laughs> a space hot take. A Ninja Squadron, what do you got for me? And we are also firing lasers because we just dropped bombs. Yeah, that's right. All right, so it looks like only three of those are going to make it through, but you have also inflicted a critical, so that's going to start to stack up. All right. Uh, tell us about a 21, Kevin. A 21 means they have lost power to shields. Decreased defense and affected defense zone by one. Okay. Uh, so the, the shields break under the sustained onslaught of the Republic forces. The The superstructure of, of this ship is starting to crumble. Uh, as your lasers, you know, are really getting in there. We are back around to gunships. Um, there is, there are two gunships left. There is mm-hmm. Mia, and yes. there is one other down here. Uh, was formerly screening the snail, mm-hmm. is now 
probably uh, could probably join the sort of feeding frenzy on what was the central imperial battleship. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Okay. Yeah, it's real. It's time to make their victory as pyrrhic as possible. I guess as is the idea. Possible, indeed. All right. Uh, please give me whatever attacks you plan to make. Okay. Wow. All right. So with no shields, uh, that is also going to do not trivial amount of damage. Um, this thing, the, um, the battle cruiser is below half health with the with the death of the shields and the you know the outrageous volume of fire that it is currently enduring. It is it is starting to take a pummeling. You see uh, components thrown open to the hard vacuum of space. You see weapons that are taking damage, um, critical subsystems. This this ship is starting to be ground down. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen to it next? And what is Mia's ship doing? Uh, Mia, Eshka, and the senator all on board. Um. Wow. <laughs> I think this is the moment where, like, if we're in the movie, like Mia is just sort of sitting in the cockpit, going, "Okay." Um. Yeah, you missed the opportunity to retreat. Definitely. Um. You, know you are what? hyper. You are hyperspace capable, so theoretically, you could still retreat. But you um, know what? That's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna use a light side point if we have any available still. Okay. Um, and we're gonna retreat. All right. Is, uh, would that so, be a, a space? Uh, so you're gonna t- you're gonna take a move and then make the jump to hyperspace. Is that the idea? Yeah, that's the goal. All right. So if you take a move, uh, you'll you'll be far enough away actually to make the jump to hyperspace unimpeded. So that's what we're going to do. All right. Make the jump to hyperspace. Okay. Uh, what is my role here? Is it space piloting? Astrogation. Astrogation. Okay. Looks like all of those levels that you scared me into paid off. Yes. <laughs> uh, so with five successes, it is a clean escape, a free and clear getaway. And with that, as far as you guys are aware, the battle over Mimban is concluded. As far as we're aware, a eh? Yeah. Well, I assume that last gunship's uh, not doing great. Some Rogue One shit. Yeah. Uh, so, admirals, um, I will allow you guys to make the decisions from the vantage point of the admirals. Where would the rally point be? Um, so, where are the where are the portals that they came through? Do we know? Uh, there is one in the Mimban system or near it. Um, more like in interstellar space near Mimbam. Not okay. I would probably guess that the regroup, since we're so close to the core, would be something like Corellia, which is or because that's firmly within New Republic territory. Okay. I'm guessing, unless other people think, I don't know why they would look at going. Um, I don't know what presence they might have in non-New Republic territory that they would be like, yeah, we can just like hop on like this planet or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to to your knowledge, they don't have a free and clear portal anywhere in between. Mimbam, you guys suspect, was chosen because of, of its high proximity to New Republic space. Yeah, and the hyperspace lanes from there would take you uh, maybe, what is this? Exodine? Is that that planet right there? Exodine, yeah. Maybe that's where they'll do it, because that's on the hyperspace lane number five. 
And that's like a clear shot in. Okay. What do you guys think? Or Corellia? Uh, what's on Exidine? Uh, a sort of xenophobic species. Uh, there are sentients there. Um, they, you know, th- it's a very populous region of space. Uh, so they're not, you know, completely insular. Uh, but the species that lives there is uh, six arms and six legs. They are not even vaguely humanoid. They have pretty expressly been disinterested in joining the Republic. Okay, then what about... Um, I just I, I come back to Corellia because I know they have the shipyards. They have the stronghold. They could repair yeah. our ships. And it's close enough that if we need to jump to somewhere close by, it's not like a crazy... Yeah, like, right. makes sense to me. Sure. All right. Kind of along this line. So you, you'll be able to move fairly quickly along that hyperspace lane and then through, you know, unlaned space for a bit. It'll probably take you about a week to get to Corellia. <clears throat> um, it is an extraordinarily stressful week aboard the snail. Uh, the, the captain, um, also the battle group leader, is, you know, obviously devastated by the loss and what it means as well as, you know, stressed out about the circumstances of the retreat, leaving people behind and so on. Uh, he's a kind of a youngish Mon Calamari guy, um, but, you know, none of you are in the Navy proper, so it's you are not like his confidants or anything. This is just what you've observed from seeing the bridge. Um, Ji and Kiyama who are on board the snail, you have no indication of whether or not any of your people are alive. How does that kind of affect you? I don't love it. Um, G probably just kind of paces back and forth, expecting Kiyama to really hopefully sense someone at some point, because it's never a thing that G's ever done. Yeah, and Kiyama is uh, pointedly not worried about that right now, until they can get to Corellia back to where they were going to rendezvous. She's not like she's concerned and worried. And she's like, just in her the back of her mind, she's like, Mia, please don't have done something stupid. Please don't have done something stupid. Please don't have done something stupid. Um, but uh, like, she's just not, she's not going to think about, oh, no, what if they didn't make it until there's actually a reason to worry about it? Because she's flown with Mia long enough. Um, mm. And I'm also guessing, or this is Victoria guessing, like, Rodas was already pretty nervous about his sister being in a firefight. Like, she's not going to, she's like, let him worry about his, her, his sister. They'll be okay. Right. Like, she's kind of being that side of things. He has, um, Ronas, for his part, is very withdrawn. Um, he, the long and short of what he says is that, he is sure Mia is alive, but doesn't know if anyone else is. And it seems like his mind is very fixated on the tragedy of the exploding ship and the devastation of the Skull and Crossbones cruiser. Yeah, that loss is... That's actually what Kiyama's probably worried about more than Mia and everyone else is. Was VC-20 okay? Because she has no idea. Right. So... I- and the, you know, the psychological impact of being that close to that many thousands of people killed at once um, 
seems to be weighing on Ronas more heavily than Kiyama. She's great at compartmentalizing. Um, and it, I mean, also, you know, for a fact that his uh, his sense of power yeah. is highly developed. Yeah, he's he's better at that than she is. Um, so what she'll do kind of to just keep her mind off of it again, she's just like, I'm not going to deal with this until we get to Corellia um, is she'll give him his space, but then also like try and spar with him and do other things just to try and physically keep himself occupied trying to distract him for sure mia senator eshka what are you guys up to on the on on the route back to Corellia? i think once uh it's clear that things have stabilized uh i'm going to you know come out from my little technician cave mm-hmm. and uh find mia be like uh so what 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 happened are, are we okay? Are you okay? Is everybody okay? Mia's just gonna reply saying, we won't know for a little while. I'm fine. I don't know about everyone else, though. I mean, I think everyone on the ship's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, do you need any help? Mia's gonna sort of pause for a second, and she's just gonna look at Eshka, and she's gonna say, that was a tight scrape. Eshka kind of riffs something back, like, uh, almost as tight as that time that, you know... You blew our cover on XYZ Planet during XYZ mission. I, I did yeah. not blow our cover, okay? <laughs> That's, it was not my fault, just like it's not my... Anyway, Mia's sort of going to look um, back around at everyone and just say, You okay? For in, any of your first inged? No, thankfully. Just good. Don't like fire. Senator, how are you holding up? Um, I think right now the senator is... Um trying to make an account of the people on the uh, Skull and Crossbones. Yeah, uh, there were several people in the Republic that uh, you were close to. It seems like there was a pretty significant intelligence failure, both in timing and in force expended to reach Mimbam. Um, probably the most personal loss to you, unless he got to an escape pod. Uh, is Rundak. If anything happens to Rundak... (laughs) Oh no. Brian, you need to do some kind of GM machinations and make sure he's okay. Um, I think um, Senator's going to meditate for a little bit and then actually try to find um, Kiyama or someone other who is uh, Force-sensitive. Kiyama's not on Though, right? Yeah, on the gunship, uh, you are kind of limited to the mere mortals in the Republic Navy. Um, but I do like the idea of the senator using the meditation techniques that Kiyama taught him. I, I think that that is also a very nice callback. My Jedi lessons. Yeah. Forgotten about that. Jedi yoga. <clears throat> uh, uh, the, the big ships do have very nice hyperdrives, but... Um, the gunships are also quite good. And you reach Corellia probably about 12 hours before the snail is going to. And you are greeted over comms with... Uh, there is a flight controller that says, Silver Leader, is that you? That's us. It's good to see you, Silver Leader. And I just want to be the first to offer you congratulations. Don't, thank, don't congratulate us just yet. It was a bloodbath. We know. Good. 
lots of good good fighters fell. Where should we be landing? Docking bay, uh, fuckstick bullshit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that Corellia actually does name its docking bays that. I yeah. feel like that's exactly what Corellia would do. Oh my gosh. It explains so much about Han Solo. <laughs> Uh, but she, she gives you docking, and a a tractor beam slowly slowly guides your gunship in uh, at the, at the end point. Mm-hmm. And as you disembark, um, there are people there from the Republic Navy. Like the there's the flight deck crew. Um, you know so what looks like several people in active duty over you know, over 30 people all told just gathered around the ship and they are applauding as you guys get off. Mia's going to sort of stand a little taller, but also like frown a little in a sort of Han Solo grump kind of way because mm-hmm. she doesn't understand what's going on. Um, and she's just going to keep going until she finds someone that she can flag down and say, what's going on? Eshka breaks out in hives and just... <laughs> Keeps walking and ignoring the attention because it's very uncomfortable. Okay. Uh, Senator, you're provided quarters right away. Um, they, they, seem, they seem mostly just glad that you're alive. That is a detail that they were completely unaware of. Uh, there's a lot of celebrating seeing that you are still here. Um, what becomes apparent uh, is that the victory went beyond uh, Pyrrhic for the imperium the the lone remaining gunship rammed the command bridge of the northmost imperial battle cruiser uh rendering it effectively inoperable um oh. with that kind of sacrifice the last remaining imperial ship was chased out of the system essentially by more ninja mask and chemistry wing uh, bomber run shenanigans all told out of the remaining fighters only three survived both the assault and the you know the counter punches from imperial fighters the central battle cruiser got away through the portal but in effect the alliance walked away with what it wanted cool only problem is there's nobody there to now deal with Mimban. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. So the lieutenant eyeballs you, me, and said, "I wouldn't get too comfortable on shore." Wasn't planning on it. Never plan on it. <sighs> she sort of. She's wearing a orange jumpsuit, and I think she's sort of gonna stick her thumbs through some belt loop or other, and just say, Is "There a, f- a shower I can access anywhere nearby." Uh, he gives you a thumbs up, and he points you down to the active duty barracks. I mean, this is a this is a military installation, so it's pretty Spartan, but it works. Okay, so Mia's gonna go shower. Okay, Kyama and G, you guys arrive about twelve hours later. Uh, the the rumor is that the captain of the vessel has written up a letter of resignation. Um, however, upon arriving in the system, a similar sort of inexplicable congratulations is given uh, to everyone aboard, and you are treated to uh, similar revelations. 
of the daring and bravery of the remaining uh, gunship and the imminent necessity to get back and defend Mimban as quickly as possible. There is a there is a lull and an opportunity to regroup in essence. Oh, that was a surprise. I wasn't quite expecting that. Uh Rona's just kind of nods and he's he says, I I don't think I can go back with you. That um that was too much. Yeah. It's not and I'm I don't trust it. Like they had us, and yes, that ship did, you know, got them out of the system, but they'll be back, and I just, it's not going to get easier, that's for sure. I i don't want you to, <laughs> I don't want to leave you behind again, though. No, I don't want to get left behind, but um, maybe the next one. And he kind of forces a smile. It's okay if you're not... Luke might have been right about something, so it's okay if this is not a place that you need to be. Yeah, I and she think... says that kind of like wincing, just like I can't fucking believe I'm saying he's right. <laughs> he nods. He says, "I, for what it's worth, I think he's right about us not getting involved as an order. But I think more than that, I, I don't know how right it is for me. I have to, I gotta think about it." And he kind of abruptly turns away um which is is you know his skywalker coming out a little bit being not good at continuing conversations like that was she around to hear this or was this a private conversation <clears throat> um i think it's uh much funnier if she heard it and wasn't supposed to so i'm gonna say that 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 is what happened <laughs> all right cam was just like standing there staring at the ceiling like counting backwards from 10 just being like <laughs> give him like 10 seconds like uh so your sort of friend sort of colleague um is just sort of hanging out there now she uh, is seemingly waiting um yeah i will go up to kiyama uh, and say i'll talk to him and go after him uh gee just so you know he's not wrong if he chooses not to come back do you think he helped prevent deaths today well uh, not today sorry this week i mean i didn't i was useless up there um to be quite i mean i think kim and ronus really are not space i don't know ronus's full abilities as far, like what kind of jedi is ronus brian um he is he is interestingly very light on like move and physical manipulation and a lot longer on um he he has a good amount of lightsaber and a lot of like sense, like kind of reconnaissance stuff. Okay. Yeah. So presumably he, we would have been he, surprised without him. N- uh, he and I are better on the ground. Like things of that get were not helpful in space. So no, we didn't do anything up on those ships. But he would be helpful on the planet. But I also that's a lot of loss and to feel that in the force at that scale that i know he could if he chose to and i know he probably did because he was an idiot searching for his sister you know and i told him he'd be fine then he probably felt more than he should have but will he be happy you let him stay here if something happens to you or if something happens to mia 
that's a question I want to ask him. But if you'd like to take that opportunity, um, and she, Kiyama just kind of does the thing of like I uh, that like frustrated at my boyfriend, <laughs> and I need a moment to cool down moment before I can go talk to him about this topic. <laughs> so, yeah, don't manipulate him into coming. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> if he wants to come, he can, and we need him. He'd be helpful. But I also get, I get it. I will certainly never use the force to manipulate. Uh, we cut away from that conversation um, to VC20, who has been set up in the uh, sort of the nicest appointments that the military base that you guys have settled on in Corellia can afford to offer. VC20, uh, you have not been there long uh, when there is like a, like a chime at the door. I open my door. All right. Uh, you recognize the man who is standing on the other side uh, almost instantly. Uh, his name is Dash Harik. He is one of the three senators that Corellia is afforded. I think the senator is going to be a little bit less glib than usual and uh, just mm -hmm. kind of wait to be addressed. Uh, he He smiles as the door opens and he says, Senator, may I, may I enter? Of course. The door uh, hisses shut behind him, and his sort of pleasant demeanor falls away, and he says, took an awful risk out there, Senator. Does he mean just being on the ship? Yeah, and you know also that he disapproved, he, he voted against deploying Republic forces to defend Mimban. Um, he was outvoted, but... Uh, he he was not pro the military action that or the diplomatic action that you were just involved in. I agree. He he just nods. He, he is not. Uh, he's he's one of a small group of politicians that you work with that has the kind of the sense not to search your face for any hidden meaning because you know you have a robot face and instead he just kind of looks away out the window um, of your quarters that just looks down out down and out at the spaceport and he said he says communique came in from mimban local about three days after you were three days before you returned seems that the local militia forces are much more prominent in the battle after the departure of the snail we're not spreading that around much because frankly the republic needs a win right now but they expect more than a little recompense since they spent their own lives. Um, the senator will uh, nod gravely. Seeing the acknowledgement, Dosh continues, he says, specifically, they want us to get out there and disable the gate. Now, I know you just came back from a bad situation and you probably lost people out there, but you're also close friends with the Bothan woman who trained us in how to repair the gates. Presumably she knows how to break them, too. And you know some Jedi. It might be a good show of faith if you were the ones to take them back out there. Or at least encourage them to go back out there. I will take them back out there. I'm sorry that you had to be the bearer of bad news. <clears throat> he looks at you for like a long moment, kind of falling into the old trap of looking at your face for more information. Um, give me, uh, if you wouldn't mind, VC20... Uh, give me a vigilance, please. Okay. 
Uh, so you can tell uh, that Senator Harrick is sort of thrown in this moment. Um, you know, his ideological opposition to, you know, a lot of the stances that you've taken recently um, kind of positions him as not like an enemy or an antagonist, but almost like a rival. And coming here and giving you kind of a shitty job put him in a weird position over you momentarily. Um, but watching you, you know, gracefully accept it without complaint has really thrown him. Um, he doesn't really know what to make of your acceptance and also your willingness to, to for you, VC20, to put yourself in danger again. Uh, so he just nods curtly and he says, we're going to get a fast ship for you. Fastest Corellia, fastest Corellia has ever produced. Next to no armor and next to no guns, though. Fight, no firefights. And you'll get a crack at that gate. Mimba and local government will be able to brief you more when you get there. Understood. Thank you. He actually reaches out and he shakes your hand. I return the handshake. And he says, <clears throat> I know that your friends probably want some rest, but I'd get them on that ship as quick as we quick as you can. Us, us turning this into a victory for real depends on it. And I know that I don't have to tell you this, but not a word of the local local militia involvement. As I said, Republic propaganda really needs this win. The senator nods again. Okay. Uh, we'll cut back to G, who has just caught up with Ronis. Uh, Ronis is up on like a <clears throat> like an overlooking catwalk or balcony, uh, looking down at the cradles and berths in which the ships of the Corellian shipport are are stored and repaired. Uh, as he sees you coming, G, he gives kind of a half-hearted smile and wave. I'll wave back and sort of sidle up next to him overlooking the casual, like, on a bridge talking. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, right? Um, I overheard your conversation with Kiyama. Do you think that you staying here is wise? I wish I knew what was wise, G. I've had a I've had a real hard time staying neutral, keeping my feelings clear. All the things that Jedi are required to do. Sure. Obviously, you know I differ from the Jedi in a few respects. There. Have I ever told you why I can't sense? He looks at you curiously. And says, "No, no, you've never, you never brought that up." Well, as you likely know, about a decade ago. All of the members of my order were killed. Every last Baron Doe, as far as I know. And at the time, I had actually refined a, a bit of a skill with sensing others and sensing objects, much like yourself. But to feel every single person you know and every person you love blink out, have their life ended without mercy, is awful. It's truly awful. Ever since that moment, trying to sense in the world, trying to feel anything, is like trying to hear a whisper while your head is next to a pod racer. It just doesn't work. I would give anything to be able to stop me from feeling the murder of everyone I cared about. I don't know what's waiting for us at Mimbin, but I do know that you can help. And I do know that a number of people you love very much are going to be there. Selfishly, I'd rather have you along. But selflessly, the 
time you think you're taking for yourself won't help if Kiyama or Mia gets hurt. You'll feel it just as much, and you'll feel it every day. And every day of your life, you'll think, what if I had just been there? He nods, and he kind of puts a hand on your shoulder, sort of cutting you off. And he says, that's, that's sort of the crux of the matter, is that it's internal. I don't know if I'll be able to stop what happens, if it happens. So you're right, this is selfish. And I should go. That was real, real heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, cut back to Mia, I guess, after her shower. Uh, yeah. Feels inappropriate to cut from that to her in the shower. Um, yeah. It may be inappropriate to do that regardless, so. Potentially. Mia's going to, you know, get dressed and sort of run her hand through her hair. And she's going to look at herself in the mirror for a quick second and sort of... I'm sort of imagining if this were a movie where like she you sort of watch as she puts on a mask like she's a little more shaken than she wants to show but now she has a little bit of bravado going on um and she nods to herself in the mirror and then leaves the bathroom um nice yeah VC20 how are you getting in touch with your friends um are you just going to rustle them up? Are you going to send like a hologram text? How are you going to go about it? I will, uh, yeah, send hologram texts and uh, try to get them into my quarters for a meeting. Okay. Um, Kiyama, Eshka, Mia, I guess G at this point too. Uh, you are all texted by the senator with a request to meet in his quarters. Uh, I will say that the text comes, you know, after poignant bridge conversation and after shower and um, while Kiyama is still kind of hanging out in the spaceport waiting for Ronas to stop being like that. Like the thing is, is she knows they alternate. Both of them alternate, go back and forth for having these like feelings moments. So she's like, okay, just give him time. Like yeah. I did this Aww. a month ago. <laughs> yeah, he, just needs a little, he just needs a little bit and then it'll be my turn to have a hissy. And uh-huh. Yeah, they kind of have this, they go back and forth with that. So she's like, yeah. That's adorable. Uh, gathering together in the senator's quarters. Uh, how is how do we proceed? I think Kiyama, as a Jedi, is or a member of the Jedi, is not going to say anything. As far as she's not going to take any initiative with stuff, but she's going to just listen. She has an idea of what's coming, but she's not. Yeah. They're not a member of the Republic or military. When Ronus comes in, he is going to uh, kiss the top of your head and just say, I'm coming with. No. She just kind of, she'll just kind of like take his hand and squeeze it and be like, good. Just don't die on me. He does not respond to that. <laughs> uh, Senator, what are you saying now that everyone has been assembled? Um, yeah, so first Senator will um, sort of maybe try to give his condolences, but... I think he might trail off a little bit there when he realizes that's um, like a little speech is not going to cut it. Um, right. And then I think he will basically summarize what um, the other senator told him and ask his friends if they will go on this mission with him. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, is there been, besides the portals and all of that, has there been any like rumblings of weird force shit that's been going on besides obviously the portals? Right. So as you're ruminating on that, uh, you have, we'll call it a, 
we'll, 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 we'll flash back in time to Kiyama's inner monologue. When you first met Luke on Tython, uh, you said to him, where the hell have you been? And he said, I ought to ask you the same thing. And eventually he explained that when Velamin appeared uh, seven years ago as a young man, Luke was suspicious, very, you know, very obviously a powerful dark side user, um, somebody who quickly gained rank in the imperial secular government. And since then, Luke had been trying to deduce who had trained him, where he had learned these powers. And his time on Tython was a last ditch effort, a sort of way of forestalling the storm that he could feel coming. Things have been getting weird over the last six months, and it's hard for you as a Jedi to extricate your own feelings of, you know, fear for bodily harm, the danger of those that you love, and a growing sense of ominous dread. But, you know, dreams and strange visions have been racking up you know, separate from what you've been experiencing. And Luke's prolonged, you know, months-long meditation to root out the cause of this is something that he has not yet detailed his findings to you, but there is something you know out there that could be found. Hmm. Okay. All right. So before I went on my little monologue, the senator wanted to know if you guys would come along on a mission. Uh says, of course, I wouldn't trust anybody else to uh, help you out if you needed any personal tune-ups, sir. <laughs> Mia sort of glances at Ashka, then glances at the senator and says, you got it, senator. Kiyama will say, under no official capacity per his royal majesty, Luke Skywalker, we are not here <laughs> under official business, but... <laughs> Uh, there's something going on, and if this puts if us going there and helping this puts Velamin's panties in a twist, I'm all for it. That's always a bonus. Mm, she will just nod. Alrighty, it is agreed then, and uh, I think that that is where we will wrap up for tonight. Yay! 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 Look at all, look at all those roles that got played. Look at the look at all of the I don't know healthy relationships that everybody's built. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. to see how they'll be tested and challenged and <laughs> inevitably splintered, if only temporarily, in this episode. Yeah. Because what's the the middle of a trilogy for if not fucking up all the good shit you've done so far on right. purpose? <laughs> yeah. As always, we've been glad to have you. If you enjoyed it, tell some friends. We're on Twitter at Space Battles Pod, and you can always find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most platforms where podcasts are found. I just the the thing that really lost me was the revelation that Ren apparently is the word for lightsaber. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't know that. But I'm sorry, man, what? I'm, I the didn't Knights realize Star Wars could let me down even more. <laughs> the soldiers of gun. Yeah. <laughs> Please have a soldiers of gun, but like gun where gun has some food? other meaning. And so yeah. it's not even about blasters. It's about like, I don't know, meditation breathing or something. I don't know. So, like the gun soldiers guns. of gun should be the like the soldier who survived Felucia, who just was relentless. <laughs> it should be him. 